0: and as promised, sorry it's a little bit late guys, but we're going to be talking to Boy Crush today. Um, His name is Alistair Deverick and he is on the phone and we're going to interview him and talk about real cool stuff. So, how are you Alistair?
1: I'm great, thanks. How are you?
0: Um, I'm great. I hope you're having a great weekend so far. Sorry about um, (laughs) the interview being pushed back a little bit, but um, Yeah, so tell us a little bit about where the name Boycrush came from because I'm generally interested.
1: Um, well, it kind of, I kind of just was swirling around words that I like and mm-hmm. just kind of finding kind of two words that work together or one word that worked together and I had like, I was actually called, I was thinking about I'm a little few on my short list but um, it seemed like Boy Crush just really kind of fit together in a way that seemed to resonate with me and also. Yeah, I don't know. It has, it has good connotations for me, that kind of like masculinity questions. And um, oh yeah, only one unfortunate thing was that um, it's like well, it's not. I think it's unfortunate in that I mean, if you Google boy crush, there's just a lot of it's, it's like a gay porn, but like a twin. Type.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't tried googling it, but now well, I'm, I'm kind of
1: curious. So that's a little, I mean it's pretty unfortunate to be honest, I would rather that that wasn't the case, but um, mm. I have had quite a few fans um, kind of mistakenly following me and liking my page and stuff because they think that um, the porn site.
0: Oh, that would be really awkward.
1: No, it's fine, it's just more followers. <laughs> that
0: That is that, that is a good upside, that's a huge silver, li- silver lining. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's fine. I mean I like the vibe, it's just a little bit graphic for, um, you know, for grandma to search.
0: <laughs> um, are you gonna keep on keeping it or do you wanna change it at any point or?
1: oh no, I like it.
0: Finn, I like it too. So I'll definitely be sure to Google Boy Crush Ben rather yeah. than um just boy crush.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well it depends what you want to see.
0: That you're not wrong, that is true. <laughs> um so what genre would you generally type your music as?
1: Um I call it down into pop. Okay. So I guess it's just like, I kind of, yeah, I'm interested in kind of like club music and dance music. And, um but every time I try and make a song that's like that, I end up having vocal ideas and mm-hmm. I end up singing. And then I'm like, oh, could you use a bit of a chord change? And then I'm kind of like, I just end up turning it into a song instead of like a track, if you want to use those words.
0: Mm, so like with, is it like opposed to just music or with singing in it? Am I oh. getting this right?
1: Oh, what what's that doing?
0: You said that it turns from like a track, rather from a track yeah. into a song. Like, what's the difference between that?
1: Well, when I just, I, I mean, I don't really know, but what I mean by track is, you know, like if you're going to produce a piece of music quite often, ah, oh, yeah, club setting, you would call it a track, and if you're well, going to have singing and lyrics, then I think maybe that's more of a, to me, that's more of a song.
0: I get what you mean, yeah.
1: So I, I tend to gravitate towards the kind of putting in the vocal melodies and the lyrics and making it into a song. I think because of my history of playing in bands and mm-hmm. making pop music, basically.
0: Right. Well, that kind of leads into my next question for you, is your songwriting process. Um, tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Um, well, for this album, Desperate Late Night Energy, I kind of had a big list of song names because mm-hmm. when you start um, a, a, like a session or a, you know you start a Pro Tools or an Ableton session um, you have to call it something and you know you end up having a lot of like song one song two or you know the day of the week or something so I tried to avoid that by thinking of some, of some song names before I got started that would kind of put me immediately into the right vibe. Mm-hmm. So, So one of the things I did was just look at um, a Wikipedia glossary of contemporary dance terms, and I just found ones that really kind of suited the the, the kind of vibe that I was going for. And one of the things that I was referencing was this um, photographer, Yvonne Todd, has a series of, like, cult figures, where she kind of photographs these people. I'm not sure if they actually are cult figures, but they're kind of like creepy cult people who are kind of good-looking, but in... (laughs) Kind of lycra and in kind of dance poses.
0: Okay. One
1: of the, types, one of the photographs is called sap and it's kind of that vibe that's a little bit new agey and a little bit confusing, but a little bit, but definitely compelling. And so,
0: ah, I okay, kind
1: all of good time. things. Like like frappe and right. primitive squat are uh, two songs that they're like dance positions, but there's something like primitive squat to me. I don't Mm. know why it appeals, but it's just like you kind of think when I hear that word, I'm just like, what does that mean? (laughs) Uh, It definitely
0: uh, inspires
1: interest. Yeah, and so that's how I started off writing the songs and then I kind of just just experimented with samples quite a lot. And then um, formed melodies and did the usual process of kind of like streamlining the song inside the program and then writing all the lyrics and i actually ended up getting other people to sing all the songs on the album so i actually don't sing on this album
0: that is really cool
1: yeah yeah
0: well thanks for letting me into your process like that's pretty inspiring do you think it's different from writing a song as it is producing a track i mean i can yeah i guess it would be pretty different, but... I don't
1: know, because I never end up (laughs) being able to make a track because I'm always turned into a
0: song. (laughs) Right, true, you (laughs) mentioned that,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a a different way of thinking it because I think you have to pace it differently. If Mm. you're going to write a song that's pop music, then you have to have things happen probably, uh, I think, a bit faster than if you're going to make like a house or techno track or an instrumental track, potentially. True,
0: true, true. Is that how you've been um, approaching your new album that's just come out? Well, coming out soon?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, that, that was my, my songwriting process for that album.
0: That's cool. Um, you've just released a YouTube music video for your newest single that came out today, haven't you?
1: Yes, it's called Facemount. And it features a friend of mine called Madeira, who's mm-hmm. now based in the UK, but she used to sing in Tumuzuma.
0: Oh, cool. So,
1: great singer, and we worked together on a few songs actually, she's on the model, she's actually on uh, Frappe, oh yeah. that I mentioned. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 the yeah. other track, yeah, and nice.
1: Kind of, Yeah, that one's about like, uh, I don't know if you know the suburb of Rem- Remuera, I sometimes go to call it Remuera because it is a Maori name, but it just mm-hmm. feels so far past, it just feels so unbelievably white that <laughs> like, I just don't even think it's worth bothering. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I know um, what you
0: mean.
1: Yeah, it's like it's not even that anymore. It's just a know. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Off track. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was, what was I talking about that for?
0: Um, you were talking about
1: uh your col- uh,
0: collaboration with Madeira.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I was just telling you what the song Frappe was about, which is about like Remuera um, mm. materialism, basically.
0: Oh, cool. Nice.
1: That's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then,
1: you- um no, but she was really great to work with. Um, yeah and yeah and then so the video for that I filmed and also put out today which is with um, I made four videos actually with the New Zealand company
0: oh cool
1: yeah I really enjoy doing that um,
0: I need to check those out
1: <laughs> yeah that's very yeah. cool yeah yeah so there's three the, the, the one I put out today was the third three in a well a series. there was a series of three that was basically three kind of solo dance
0: performances. Yeah, um, it looks really contemporary ballet kind of um, music video thing going on when I saw it for face melt. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Would you say that's the coolest collaboration with an artist you've done or tell me about the coolest collaboration you've ever done with an artist?
1: I think this New Zealand Dance Company one has been the coolest because I just got to, um, I, I didn't tell them a lot, I just sort of gave them some references, and they just kind of were amazing at just being able to make something so strong from, in so little time. Mm. And I just am just basically in awe of the way that these dancers can move and be in touch with their bodies.
0: It's kind of crazy, hey?
1: Yeah, it, it's, it is. It's, it's totally crazy that... Like the first day we 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 got together, we had a day of rehearsal, and um, at the start of the day, the choreographer whose name is Malia she was kind of just taking them through some routines, and they were improvising to the song. The mm-hmm. song that, that song was actually Holding Water um, with Kelsey Jade. Um, that has the video out, but they were you know were improvising these moves, and she was choosing the ones that she wanted, and she got through. There were four dancers, she got through three of them. And then they kind of would, they just learned those dances and she worked them down, kind of like put them into a sequence. And then at the end of the day, the choreographer was like, I don't actually think we're gonna have quite enough material. Do you think that we could learn your one, Carl? This was like sort of like four or five hours ago. He just made this dance up. And she was like, can you teach them the other dancers this? And Carl was like, yeah. And it was like, and then he taught the other three dancers how to do this, these moves, and they just within, you know, within like five or ten minutes, they were just all doing in sync, this, these moves. that I was just like, I could, I, a, couldn't do that, and B, I just cannot believe how you could remember what you did five hours ago, and then you learn it. Yeah. Five, you know? Wow. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. So yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not like teenager about it, but
0: <laughs> no I, worries. I, <laughs> <say>. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually just kind of amazing. Um, but, oh, yes, you were talking about um, your new album coming up. Is this the album that you're going to be doing your music tour
1: for? Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm going to make it
0: down to Dunedin. Yes. Um, your last and final show is down here, right?
1: Actually, the first.
0: Oh, the first.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Wowee. Um So you're playing in Dunedin first and then Auckland after?
1: Yeah, Dunedin, Auckland, Wellington. Nice. Well, have story you is probably a grandiose word? <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> um, have you played in Dunedin before?
1: Yes. Yeah, I played there. Um, actually, it was an event that you guys put on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, at Refuel with um, actually yeah, the name.
0: Yeah, Refuel. It's called U Bar now, but still the same is establishment. It? Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you find a Dunedin crowd down here?
1: Oh, I love the Dunedin crowd. I think that they just like a generalisation but there is a big appreciation for music and you know people <laughs> are passionate about it and people are yep. nice and welcoming and yeah I love I love, I love, love playing intermediate
0: and cold a little bit
1: it is cold <laughs> it is really cold I was going to say that but you brought it up but it is very cold down there <laughs> yes
0: because you were playing in June so it would be smack right in the middle of winter so yeah, on clothing
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah, I'll just bring my thermals. I know what to expect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, so it's the 29th of June at The Cook. Yep, 29th at The Cook. Uh, Radio 1 listeners, you can get your tickets at undertheradar.co.nz. And Alistair, do you have any last words to say to our Radio 1 listeners? Tell us what's next in the future, anything cool on the horizon?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, get the get this album out will be a very satisfying thing. And then um, I've been trying to write some more to get with the singer who I've been working with, Kyla, mm mm-hmm. me live. And I have a whole bunch of remixes from some really cool people, who I'm, which I'm really excited to put out. That's remixes of Death Got Late Night Energy. Um, from like Lord Echo and Julian Dine, and have found Magic Touch in the US. And a bunch of other people. So, So, yeah. There's, a, there's a, a whole heap of stuff. There's a couple more videos to come out.
0: We'll be there's looking a lot, forward to that.
1: Lots to do,
0: yeah. Yay. Um, thanks for, so much for talking to us here on Radio 1.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: No worries. Um, catch him on tour down here in Dunedin the Cook on 29th of June, as mentioned, and you can get your tickets um, from the website under the radar. And we're going to be playing his new single called Face Melt with um, pop queen and Madeira, um, that collaboration we just talked about with a really sick music video that you guys should check out on YouTube. Um, Thanks again, Alistair, for talking to us. Thanks for having me. No worries.